right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here. Welcome back to Eurofolk Radio. And this, of course, is Voice of Christian Israel, September 6, 2020. And we're waiting for the second, uh, the second phase of coronavirus, that mystery disease that is not killing anybody other than a, a normal flu season, okay? And uh, so... Pastor Martins of South Africa is on board with us again today. How are you doing, Pastor? Good evening, Pastor Eli, and also good evening to all our listeners across the globe. Uh, yes, uh, Pastor, I missed the uh, the event on uh, the previous occasion, and uh, I was wondering whether we were going to have communications tonight, but uh, everything seems to be fine. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had a meltdown at the uh, radio server uh, last week, and that's why uh, we couldn't connect last week. Uh, today, uh, we're almost back to normal. So, and uh, Bavarian Man says he's hearing both of us very, very well. Okay. All right. Excellent. So, yeah, and so uh, I don't know if you heard uh, anything in South Africa about the, the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, shooting in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where uh, he, he dispatched uh, one Jew, one Antifa member, and an injured a third. Have, have you heard anything about that in South Africa? Uh, Pastor, most probably, but I've been uh, so busy with uh, the writing of various articles. Um, okay. Uh, some very important articles that I've discovered and... Uh, uh, the deception which has been translated into our uh, translations of the scriptures, I found the, the exact same deception in the Afrikaans translation, the 1933-53 translation. Okay. And I found this deception going back all the way into even before the King James Version, okay. even before the 1611 Version, and... Uh, I'll discuss that at some time with you so that you at least know about it as well. Right, right. Uh, well, I mean, if you have any specific, uh, uh, you know, specific verses in mind, you know, because uh, you know, we may, that's regular fear here at Eurofolk Radio is to uh, explore bad translations that have been, you know, forthcoming in the King James translation and other, you know, I've, uh, I've had the opportunity to talk with uh, Greek Orthodox people who say, yeah, they yes. have the same problem with their Greek <laughs> translations of the Old Testament, even the New Testament, that, that uh, a, a pattern of universalism has been followed by the translators virtually across the board. And we've, we've talked about that yeah. many times. But if you have some examples of that, it would be wonderful to talk about that. Uh, Pastor, yes. In fact, uh, what I have found is, um, and this is already some time ago, that there was a major deception in the uh, naming of Jacob when Jacob wrestled with the angel. Oh, okay. He didn't fight with him. Remember, he, he wrestled with the angel. He didn't want the angel to leave before the angel had blessed him. Ah, okay. Now, in okay. the Afrikaans translation, it's given as he was fighting against the angel. Okay. Oh, all right. And in this battle with the angel, uh, in the Afrikaans translation, it says that his name is to be no longer to be Jacob, but to be Israel. And uh, because he had battled or fought against God and had beaten God and man, and that is why his name is to be named Israel. Mm -hmm. But what a surprise when I, um, some quite a few months ago, one of my friends contacted me and he asked me, Dave, what does Israel mean? And I started dissecting the, the, um, the different words, separate words that make up Israel. And it consists of Ish, which is man. Ra, which is the sun god of uh, Egypt, and El, which means God. So I got stuck on that, and I sent him a message back. I said to him, well, Israel means the man of the sun god Ra. Mm -hmm. And 
it was quiet for a while, and I I then um, wrote a short piece, which I also publicized on on Facebook about that, stating that uh, the the name of Jacob was changed not to Israel because he didn't fight against God, but to right. it was right. changed to Yashar El. And Yashar meaning, I think I have mentioned some of this before, but I've now discovered why the Edomites have such an obsession with the name Israel, because they have now placed in everyone's Bible the message that they are Israel, yeah, sure. and that they have battled against God and, and man, and that they are to reign as God. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Well, the typical okay. definition that I've you know been accustomed to is Israel means ruling with God. That's a okay. Yeah. And so, now, now y- what is your understanding? Yashar, Yashar is to be a prince or a prince. Okay. And a prince is never a ruler. A prince is second in command. You can say because he right. is the son of the king. And which means then Yashar El, he is a ruler with, or he is okay. a prince of Yahweh. Yes, there or you he go. is the ruler with Yahweh. Okay, yes. Okay, yeah, but uh, the, the Jews want to rule over Yahweh, <laughs> right? Uh, well, that is, that yeah. is the whole right. objective. Remember that they, Esau's uh, um, descendants also. Um, bastardized with the descendants of Nimrod. Right. And Nimrod was the one that built the the Tower of Babel, and the purpose of the Tower of Babel was, he said, he stated, let us cast ourselves upon or up against God or against Yahweh. And that was the purpose of the building of, of the Tower of Babel. So what has happened in the meantime, the Edomites have now rebuilt the Tower of Babel right. in so many different domains of our lives. They have built the Tower of Babel in terms of the finances or the financial world, the commercial world, the uh, the media world. The uh, They have now virtually reached the apex thereof. And that is why we find ourselves uh, in a lockdown situation across the globe because they are now they are now climbing the steeple up to the apex of their yes the, the highest their position. godness right yeah they're almost there <laughs> okay and of course that is lucifer back in isaiah says he wants to be like the most high Exactly. Okay. N- not just like the Most High, but to be the Most take High. It, take the place of the Most High. Exactly. Right. This is what yeah. we're dealing with. And uh, by the way, that's right. Yeah. And uh, I think I'll, I'll share this image because <laughs> the question is: uh, I'm just looking online. Why is the Strasbourg Parliament b- building based on the Tower of Babel? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think you have to use much imagination to understand why it's based on the Tower of Babel, right? Yeah. Because what we call globalism today is the new Tower of Babel. Back to you. Yeah. Yes. Also, it's not. Um, if one goes back to the, uh, I hear a lot of echo. Yeah, I, uh, I, I can't do anything about it right now. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll just have to look with that. If yeah. you hear it, then at least you know just, that it's uh, yeah. because it's, it's on my speakers. I can turn my speakers down a little. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, let me just get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, and what I wanted to say then is in terms of um, the Dutch East Indian Company, we find that, that with the Dutch East Indian Company, um, we must – Thinking back in the days when I was still a very ardent churchgoer, I was brought under the impression and I was totally convinced that the the mother of or the the, the harlot of Babylon was the the Roman Catholic Church. 
Well, the Roman Catholic is, is based on Semiramis, the um, wife and lover of Nimrod. Of Nimrod. Yes, yes. Nimrod. No doubt. No doubt about that. Yes. But the, 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 the fact of the matter is, in the description of this mother of, uh, this mother harlot of Babylon and her daughters, because it's very pertinent yes. that it yes. states that uh, the mother of the harlots of the earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says, Mystery Babylon, the mother of the harlots of the earth. And not just the harlots, but also of the. Let me just get the scriptures on that. I've, I've forgotten right. what the English says, but the um, the the mother van the ure and the grievels, the uh, abominations of the earth. Right. right. So yeah, it's book of Revelation. It, yeah, it speaks. Revelation. It speaks about the mother, and it speaks about the daughters. And the abominations. Now, of course, the the so-called um, uh, uh, idols of worship, the the uh, the towers, the the what we call the obelisks, right. uh, the holy trees. Uh, in Afrikaans, it's called the heilige boomstammen, the holy. Um, these things are all an abomination to Father Yahweh, mm-hmm. okay. and the. In 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 um, Revelation seventeen, the writer writes specifically about the abominations of the earth. In other words, there's going to be a very close relationship, or there is a very close relationship between the daughters and the abominations. And what one sees it is there's hardly a church without a. A steeple. Nimrod penis. A steeple, yeah. They call it a steeple. A steeple. Yeah. yeah. Presumably to uh, hold a bell, right? But uh, it goes way back beyond bell towers. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Now, uh, also with uh, the fact that many of these steeples are equipped with a rooster. And the rooster <laughs> is the first animal that right. signifies or that notices and... Uh, forewarns of the rising of the sun. Mm-hmm. So it is totally in line with sun worship as well. Right. Thinking about the thinking about the name Israel. Okay, yeah. So uh so you're saying that the ish uh, uh, changing it into three syllables is the incorrect derivation and it should be Yashar El and Yashar meaning Prince of uh, Prince of Yahweh. Essentially. That's correct. Okay, very good. That's correct, Pastor. Okay. So, and it's it's also of great significance that these Edomites should have a very uh, heavy obsession with the name Israel, mm-hmm. because I was always under the impression that they they attempted to hijack the identity of uh, of Jacob. But it's not just that, even though they were, um, that is also part of the, the objective, is to hijack Jacob's identity for the purpose of regaining that first inheritance, mm-hmm. the inheritance of the firstborn. So they, they actually have a dual agenda. The first is Esau trying to kill Jacob. So he's descendants are trying to kill the descendants of the house of Jacob. Mm-hmm. And the purpose or the reason for that is to regain their, their right to their firstborn inheritance or the firstborn, um, the, the yeah. rights of the firstborn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and once one one realizes all of this, the the, the picture fits together as to, why they are doing what they are doing, why they have this ease or hatred of Jacob and the right. de- descendants of the house of Jacob. Mm-hmm. Well, here, let's, uh, 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 interesting, uh, let's get the scenario. Uh, now, this is a Jewish website from the Times of Israel. So let's get their yeah. perspective. What prompted Jacob to wrestle an angel? 
And it says the text, the wrestling episode is related in Genesis 32, verses 25 to 33. Jacob had reached the Wadi Jabbok. It sounds, yes. like, uh, it sounds like something out of Star Wars. <laughs> On his return yeah. home after an absence from Canaan of some 20 years. He was about to face his brother Esau, who had wanted to kill him 20 years earlier, as revenge for Jacob taking the blessing that their father Isaac intended to give Esau. Okay, so Jacob was afraid that Esau was still wanting to kill him, which he still wants to kill us today, <laughs> right? So his yes. fear, his fears were not unwarranted, okay? So, so far, so good. During the yeah. night... Uh, Jacob took his family across the Wadi Jabbok and entered Canaan. Then he returned to the other side where he was alone. While there, yeah. quote, a man wrestled with him until the break of day. The man is called Elohim in verses 29 and 31, suggesting that he was an angel. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So the question is, was the angel... Uh, attacking or, or wrestling with Jacob? Or as you say, was Jacob saying, okay, angel, uh, I want you to bless me before I cross back over the wadi and confront Esau. I want to have a blessing in addition to the one that Isaac gave me because Esau hates me so much, he's, he still wants to kill yeah. me, right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Now, now, the interesting thing about all this is that only those of us in Christian identity consider the relationship between Esau and Jacob at all noteworthy, right? Well, well, this enmity between um, Esau and Jacob is um, has been running all the, the, the past basically nearly 80 um, generations. Yes, yeah. And there, there's, no, uh, there's no resolution to this conflict until the Judgment Day. Right. And, uh, well, there's no abatement. There's no abatement of it until the the prophecies of the Book of Obadiah has played out. Now, uh, bringing back this uh, into memory now, what you've you've stated about this Jew being killed. Okay. This is the trigger in your country of the the Ooh. prophecies of the book of Obadiah beginning to play out in your country because people are beginning to realize that the Edomite Jews are behind all this worthlessness, yes. all these um, uh, uprisings, all the upheavals, all the uh, demonstrations, all the protesting, because it's George Soros paying for it and Bill Gates yeah. uh, with the, the Fauci and and everything now is All busy Jews. pointing to these Edomite Jews. Right. And right. people are realizing it, Pastor. Yeah, amen. Yeah, and Facebook and Twitter have removed the background of uh, the Jew. Rosenbaum, I believe, was his last name. Joseph Rosenbaum, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. he, he was a convicted pedophile. Okay. And, uh, yeah. and Kyle Rittenhouse shot him in the groin. <laughs> which uh, which is uh, a good karma, <laughs> or uh, maybe bad karma. <laughs> but yeah. now, Pastor. Yes. Sorry, just for the sake of uh, the South Africans who might not have heard about this whole event, can you just brief us right. on this event that had taken place? Right. Okay, Kyle Rittenhouse is a, a white uh, citizen of the state of Illinois living in Antioch who went up to Kenosha, Wisconsin to help. Uh, the, actually, he went up there as a peacemaker, but he knew there'd be trouble, so he carried his AR-15. He went there to protect the property of a white business owner whose property had been, already been torched by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Okay, So this white business mm. owner had invited the uh, militia, the white militia into Kenosha, Wisconsin to, for pop property protection, right? And so, and uh, he had put out a, a dumpster fire started by Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and uh, they booed him and jeered at him for putting out that dumpster fire, and one of them shot a gun at him, and he started running away. Well, this Jew Rosenbaum followed him and pursued him, got him on the ground, 
and um, and so from the ground, uh, Rittenhouse fired at him and killed him. Okay, he got up and yeah. was pursued by the mob, by the mob of blacks, uh, blacks and Antifa, and uh, he got on. They knocked him to the ground again, at which point he shot and killed an Antifa member. And then he wounded another Antifa member who had a weapon, who had a, a handgun. All right. So he yeah. was clearly defending himself against this mob of uh, raving lunatic leftists and blacks. Yeah. Right? Okay. That. And then, Bosta, uh, go ahead. Bosta, I see the the uh, the stepping stones to the the prophecies of the book of Obadiah oh, now yeah. revealed in exactly what you stated. Okay. I hear you using the term white men, white man, a white man. Mm-hmm. That is exactly the thing that had us Bura here in South Africa up in 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 um in a total state of uh how can I say? We were in total blindness, right? Because everything had been done under the under the, under the uh, guise of us white people, us white people. In the meantime, the us white people had been the 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 uh, reason for the two Anglo Boer Wars. The white people were the reason for uh, the ten. Of the cause of wars that had been waged against the Boers, the white people were the cause of the four Basutu wars against the Boers. All the black wars against the Boers were enticed and incited by what we thought was us white people, but we didn't know that the us white people were Jews, were Sephardic Jews, and Jews. Pretending to be white. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, well, that's the politicians in America right now who favor Antifa and Black Lives Matter over against the white citizens who put them in office. Okay, they have uh, our politicians yeah. have become total tra- traitors to white America, just as your politicians have done to you for several generations now. Okay, for the past nine generations, Pastor. right? At least, right? And so. Uh, we can probably take our uh, corruption back to the Civil War, but it really started in the 1960s here in America. In the 1960s is when Jewish politicians began in earnest, Jewish uh, and Jewish bankers began in earnest corrupting our society and turning power over, over to them, taking it away from us. Back to you. Uh, Pastor, yes, the things only started... In your, on your side in the 1960s, very similar to what uh, at the same time when it started on our side. But it was already, uh, it was, uh, already orchestrated by, for example, the Council of Foreign Relations, the um, United Nations, etc. Now, all these organizations which uh, are... are, are, are or that had been participants in this, in the organization and the orchestration of the um, uprisings in, in uh, America, mm-hmm. were also the ones that were insisting on the breaking down of every form of apartheid in South Africa. For example, the Council of Foreign Relations, the United Nations, uh, various other organizations in, in America, uh, the FBI, the CIA, etc., yeah. Now, what one should also realize is they only started this after they had established very firm control over the United Nations, these Edomites. They they established very firm control, and they even established those organizations. And Jan Smuts, the so-called Boer general, who was not the Boer and he was uh, only a a Trojan horse that was sent amongst the Boers to take control from within, to infiltrate, to assimilate and control, to actually bring division and uh, separation between the two mm-hmm. um, Boer republics, so much so that the, the Republic of the Orange Free State initially stated that they weren't going to fight with the Boers of Transvaal. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Yes. 
Well, it's hap- history is repeating itself. By the way, I came across a very interesting prophecy yesterday in the chat room uh, from, I believe it was 1930, a Greek Orthodox uh, priest said, uh, with regard to the Bolshevik uh, destruction of Russia, he said that what began in Russia will end in America. (laughs) Okay? All right? Yeah. Okay, so what the Jews did to Russia from 1917 on, they will finish, or attempt to finish here in America. Okay? But they've been doing that to your people for the last nine, ten generations, if not more. Okay? Yes, well, um, looking at the the true history of South Africa over the past nine generations, I discovered that Jan van Riebeek, the so-called progenitor of the the um, whatever, all the whites in South Africa, which of course is a total blatant lie, deception, by the Edomite, Kazarian, Cape Dutch Afrikaners, um, the... the that Jan van Riebeek already applied the protocols of the learned elders of Zion against the the progenitors of the Boers that came to South Africa. They were subjugated and subjected to the protocols of the learned, or the principles of the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. And when the book appeared, the writing appeared in the early 1900s, of course, when the Edomite Kazarian Cape Dutch Afrikaners came to power in 1910 by the um, the takeover, the hijacking of the Boer republics. The first one of the first things that they banned was they banned the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. They didn't want the Boers to know that they had been subjected to the protocols of the learned elders of Zion ever since they first set foot on the. Uh, yes, that's on, right. On, on terra firma in, in Table Bay. Mm-hmm. The Cape, right. The, the so Cape, co- yes. The so-called Cape of Good Hope, <laughs> right? <laughs> and stormy <Yeah>. seas, <laughs> stormy seas and, and good hope. But wow, has that hope ever been accomplished by the Boers or have they been in constant, uh, constant struggle with the Edomites just as Jacob was struggling with the angel? A pastor, a it, it was a constant battle. The Boers fought more uh, battles, and they were more subjected to more battles. Year in uh, ever since they arrived in the Cape, than they were subjected to in Europe. The persecution and the prosecution and the subjugation and the um, uh, well. As you know, and I've mentioned it before, Jan van Riebeek even crucified those Boers who, who refused to become members of the Dutch Reformed Church. Mm-hmm. They were crucified or they were right. uh, uh, tied over over the wagon wheels and they, their bodies torn apart. Right, yeah, just like the Catholic Church used and, to do, <laughs> right? To and that, was, that was just because they refused to become Calvinists. right. Yeah, so uh, Calvinism is a daughter of Rome, no doubt about it. Absolutely. 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 Which, okay. of course, is a daughter of Babylon. That's ama- absolutely. So Bram just put this uh, uh, image uh, in the chat room, Deuteronomy 23.7, meeting between Esau and Jacob, okay, where it's, they're shown embracing one another. However, uh, when Esau embraces Jacob, he does so out of cunning and slyness with an ulterior motive, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's exactly what happened to the Boer people. The Edomite, yeah. the Cape Dutch, embraced the Boer people, but only to manipulate them and exploit them, not not in the form of brotherly lo- love at all. Exactly. Okay. Of course, he was looking for every opportunity to kill Jacob. Right, right. But there was, uh, uh, so you have the, uh, the clans of both groups standing around, and so Esau wouldn't dare murder Jacob in front of everybody. He tried to do that in secret, right? But I guess he never yeah. got the opportunity to do that. And so we've had this feud, this 
half half breed on the part of Esau, and f- uh, pure blooded Israelites on the part of Jacob. This feud has been going on for thirty five hundred years, and yet the Judeo churches yeah. seem to be utterly unaware of it. Yeah, well, Pastor. Insofar as um, the, the Judeo-Christian churches are concerned, the objective is even to have Satan to repent. Mm-hmm. Right. To, no, to convert him, <laughs> to save him, right? They, <laughs> they exactly. They, they, they think they can save Lucifer. Amazing. Yeah. Right, right. Well, they... they they, they're going to keep on trying with your money out of your pocket All right. <laughs> because because the the scriptures of the Hebrews and the scriptures of the Nazarenes yes. have become a very viable uh, um, business for the Edomites. Amen. They are printing Bibles like it's going out of fashion, yes. and they make sure they make sure that it doesn't go out of fashion by translating it every so often in every language on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so Jacob and Esau met briefly. Uh, they re-met to bury Isaac, okay? Isaac, that's right. But here again, this was a very public affair, and Esau would not dare murder Jacob in the presence of all of those witnesses, right? So, but, but from the day that Isaac gave the blessing to Jacob and refused to bless Esau, Esau hated Jacob and swore to kill him, okay? Yeah. And uh, th- this, is, this is history, folks. Biblical history and secular history, the conflict between the white Jacob Israelites, also known as the Caucasian people, and the Jews, who are the descendants of Esau, this ongoing conflict has never ceased, and it will not cease until the Judgment Day. Okay? Until... Or until... Yeah. Or until the book of Abadiah is fully uh, is right. well, has gone its full cycle of and completed. That's the st- destruction of Edom. Yes, until Edom is finally destroyed, and it does not say yeah. when that, but it obviously hasn't happened yet because the Edomites are still here. Numbers thirty-three fifty-five. Yeah. Uh, Yahweh said to the Israelites, "If you don't destroy these Canaanites, of whom the Edomites are a part." Uh, there will be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your side uh, until I I take do the job myself. Yeah. Right? And that's what we're experiencing. I mean, these biblical prophecies are irrefutable. They're in full force. Absolutely, Pastor. Okay, go ahead. My take take on this, Pastor, is that um, with the Boers, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, had enticed every war against the Boers. And that includes the First and the Second uh, World Wars as well. Uh Because these wars were enticed by the Edomites. And they were, the purpose of the First and the Second World Wars was to, to actually align the house of Jacob against the house of Jacob. Uh And that was the, the purpose was, for the descendants of the house of Jacob to eradicate descendants of the house of Jacob. And the Jews, even though those Jews were in the concentration camps in in wherever they were, were, those concentration camps were actually protection camps for the Jews so that the Jews could survive. I've got uh, copies of the uh, Red Cross figures of the Jews that survived the Jews that were in the concentration camps and the Jews that survived um, after the Second World War. And the the attrition rate or the attrition rates of the of the Jews because of disease. One must remember that during the, the, the Second World War there was a, a there were diseases raging as well. And those Jews that died died of of not because of gas, but they died because of disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, on, on, go ahead. On my website, 
uh, which is on WordPress, I've got the 200 um, occasions where the Jews had um, publicized the 6 million Jews killed, 6 million Jews that were uh, murdered, 6 million Jews. And that was between 1900 and 1945. Uh, 200 of these articles that appeared in various Jewish newspapers and, of course, also in the Washington Post and the New York Times and what, whatever. Mm-hmm. But 200 occasions where different events were publicized about 6 million Jews. It was as if they had a, a story that they wanted to right. tell without having any facts behind it. So right. they retold the same story right. yeah, until we... they could hook the story on to mm-hmm. Hitler. Because those stories were already being spread before World War One. Exactly. Yeah, right. Okay. Most people don't know that. That those six million stories are, are, are fiction from the get-go and regurgitated, non, regurgitated non-history, i.e. fiction, Jewish fiction, yeah. from, uh, 30, 40 years before World War Two, before, you know, before uh, the concentration camps even existed, okay? So, folks, uh, yeah. this, this gives you an idea how the Jews operate, okay? So, so getting back yeah. uh, to conflicting... Um, oh, here, well, let, let me finish this section here where uh, this author talks. When the man saw he could not beat him, he touched the hollow of his thigh... And the hollow of the thigh was uprooted as he wrestled with him. Does that mean he dislocated yeah. his his uh, left hip bone or something? The the man yeah. begged Jacob to let him go. It says, Jacob agreed if he would bless him. Okay, so it, it sounds like the angel was just trying to get away, uh, but uh, Jacob said, No, I I won't let you leave until you bless me. Okay. Yes. So the man asked his name. He answered, Jacob. The man said, his name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you wrestled with God and with men and prevailed. Yeah. Okay, it's not just with God, with El, but also with men and prevailed. So, yes. So that his name means prevailing with God and with men. If, uh, you know, yeah. if the, so... Anyway, he blessed Jacob. In the morning, Jacob was limping. Therefore, the Israelites do not eat the thigh vein because he touched Jacob's thigh vein. Okay? <laughs> so, so whatever that, that signifies, it, it was a, um, you know, a, a wrestling, but uh, I, I think you're right. The, the wrestling was Jacob primarily wanting to make sure that angel did not leave until he received the blessing from the angel. Okay. Exactly. All right. That That's the main point of the story. But then uh, uh, Nimblehorse tells us that in Genesis 35, 10 through 12, uh, Yahweh himself repeats the blessing to Jacob. Okay. And confirms yes. that his, his name has indeed been changed to Israel. Okay, so so you're saying that the uh, the translators have uh, got this wrong. It's it's not, and of course, ruling with God or ruling with L, it's close. But you're saying it's more accurate to say Prince of L. That, uh, well, a prince, the Yashar, is prince. Yes, and the L means that he is a prince for with L. Okay, yes. With Elohim. Yeah, not over El, right, but with El. Not over El, but, and not as El, but with El. Yes. Well, uh, and, uh, that uh, brings to mind the prophecy of Second Thessalonians chapter 2, where uh, Paul tells us that these people uh, who, who are uh, related to the man of lawlessness, right, uh, look, let me go to Second 2.3. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. We've seen that the Israelite churches that used to be faithful exclusively to Yahshua and not to some secular 
God, uh, the vast majority yeah. of white people today have become secularized and worshiping money. What's money? It's the God of Baal, right? Yeah. There'll come a falling away. That's obvious that this has happened. This has come to pass just before the second coming. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. And here's the uh, key verse, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God. Exactly. Okay. That's Lucifer. Those who worship yeah. Lucifer. Well, that was, that okay. was also um, the objective of Lucifer when, when uh, after the Messiah was baptized, the Spirit led him into the wilderness to be um, not deceived by Satan, but to be, is it beguiled? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, deception. <laughs> yeah. The only force that Satan really has is deception. He gets everybody to do yeah. his dirty work for her, for him, right? And that's exactly yeah. how the Jews operate. They're basically cowards who don't uh, who don't do any fighting on their own for themselves. They use their money to hire mercenaries. That's that's what Antifa yeah. is. That's what Black Lives Matter is. And yeah. that's what the Cape Dutch Afrikaners are. Mm. Okay. This is the tactic of Lucifer because the only power he really has is deception. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, when uh, Lucifer or Satan uh, met Yahshua in the desert, he knew he was thirsty and hungry, and he tempted him with the, uh, I can give you this whole world. Yeah, he could, <laughs> because yes. he does have temporary well, rule. That, is, that but, is his objective, is to set himself above all that is godliness. That's right. That's right. And that is, and that is why also... Um, uh, tempts man. He, he tempts man to um, to the point where man is um, is is robbed of his crown, or, or the house of Jacob is to be robbed of their crown. Remember that um, they they were created in the image of Father Yahweh, and Lucifer doesn't like that. Also, so does not his um, his his. The the uh, viper seed does not look like the house of Jacob or the de descendants of of uh, Jacob to be carrying the image of Father Yahweh. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. So, in other words, the uh, you know the Jews will have differing opinions. That, uh, for example, he mentions the interpretation of Maimonides. But Maimonides did not believe in angels. He was uh, so he said uh, that's just a metaphorical use of words in uh, in the Bible. Okay, so uh, yeah. but then uh, talking again about Jacob returned to Canaan after his long absence, he was frightened and agitated over his upcoming confrontation with his brother Esau, from whom he had <laughs> fled twenty years earlier, fearing for his life. He carried his family yeah. across the Wadi Jabbok, the boundary into Canaan, crossing his so-called Rubicon, and he returned to the other side for some moments of contemplation. Okay, all right. How do I deal with uh, with Esau when I meet him? Okay, so uh, but the, the two clans, the two tribes, you know, the tribe of Jacob and the tribe of Esau, were getting ready to meet. You know, and then later on they. Uh, buried their father Isaac. So the, apparently there was a yeah. tense period of peace between the two tribes mm. for a while. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, he refers to the Targum Ankylos. The Aramaic translation of the Bible called the Targum Ankylos composed around the year 400. Uh, he says common era, but I think it's probably older substituted a word that denotes a verbal attempt to persuade in place of wrestled. The Targumist reflects Maimonides' concept since he does not portray Jacob having anthropomorphic bodily contact with a celestial angel. So in other words, you know, the, the Jewish, uh, they don't, the Jews don't want to take this literally. 
okay? They yeah. Don't, yeah. They don't want to take this uh, literally. So, But nevertheless, th- this uh, article sets the context pretty well of the so-called wrestling, okay, between Jacob and the angel. But I think the important concept here is that Jacob did not want the angel to leave before he received the blessing. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so uh, I think this is good practice for us, <laughs> right? Uh, be, before we expect to do battle with the enemy, uh, pray to Yahweh and, and get a blessing. All right. Too few of our yes, people absolutely. bother. Too few of our people bother to do this. Back to you. It's very important, Pastor. There, there are various actions currently amongst the Edomites in South Africa, of course, um, um, uh, presenting themselves as Afrikaners, trying to lure the Boers into a, a something similar to what the blacks are doing, and that is for protesting and marching and even riding on mo- their motorbikes. And uh, over the past weekend, there were... Uh, there, there was a so-called whites protest, but it wasn't just whites, they were blacks as well, mm-hmm. that marched and they drove their motorbikes to the union buildings and I think there was something like 41,000. Yes, okay. But but that alone, I mean, even if they were 400,000, my personal opinion is that the ANC, knowing that they control, the level of their control is handed them by the very Edomites in the background. Mm-hmm. And my feeling is, is that they know that they are in control, irrespective of yes. even if there are four million of them going in a protest march against the the, 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 um, uh, uh, the current events in South Africa and the way in which the ANC yeah. is actually uh, uh, robbing every form of money in South Africa. And it yeah. is it's an absolute disgrace, Pastor, but it's happening. Yeah. And yeah. it's prophesied that this will happen. Well, the same thing's happening in America. The, the Rothschilds are essentially giving money to their pet corporations so they can survive the lockdown, while all the white-owned yeah. businesses, such as that business in Kenosha, Wisconsin, which burnt to, two of his businesses burnt to the ground. I don't know if the third one. That, that Kyle Rittenhouse was trying to protect, whether that one is still standing. But uh, essentially, the Edomites are uh, using mercenaries to burn down the businesses of Jacob Israel here in America. They've been doing that to your people for generations, and now it's happening in America. Okay? Yeah. It's, it's now happening in America, and the American people better wake up especially American Christians and Christians worldwide better wake up and realize that this feud between Jacob and Esau is very real. It didn't go away ever in history. And the Edomites still hate Jacob with a fervent hatred. And But we, in our yeah. ignorance and our naivete, right? We were talking about Swedes this morning and a blue-eyed naivete, right? Uh, the, in Sweden, Absolutely. in Sweden, the, the term "blue-eyed" is a is a synonym for being naive. Okay, yeah. I don't know if it's uh, it's true in South Africa, uh, but apparently, you know, only our people have this kind of yeah. naivete where we're too trusting, and you know, we ought to be more careful about dealing with our dealings with strangers. Back to you. Yes, Pastor, and. Um... Uh, I've sent you a, uh, in in our Skype chat. You'll see I actually posted uh, to you the um, the the way in which the um, okay. Strong's dictionary lays out the, the definition of Yisrael, right? Which of course then says he will rule as God Israel, a symbolic name of the Jacob, also mm-hmm. typically of his posterity, which is not true. Okay. So it says there from H8280 and H410, um, which of course then leads us to uh, Sarah, uh-huh. Soro, and L, right. which is when, when it's pronounced, it's pronounced as Yashar, Yashar, Yashar L. Okay. 
Yeah, well, the, so, um, the Hebrew word Sarah also is applied to Sarah, our uh, great-grandmother, okay? And that's that, right. That means princess, okay? Exactly. In, in its feminine form, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> so princes and princesses of Yah is uh, well, Exactly, that's the house of Jacob. Amen. That's how we're supposed yeah. to see ourselves. That is the, uh, how should I put it? The uh, anticipation, the goal that we should strive for is to be princes and princesses of Yahweh on this earth. Of Yahweh. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And of course, El is the El Shaddai, the Mighty One. Okay. Yeah. And so we are the children of the Mighty One. That's how we have to see ourselves. And the churches don't view view. You know, uh, Christians that way. The churches have totally given up their power. Utterly given yeah. up their power to the international Jew. It's quite amazing. But wasn't wasn't that, um, well, th- that's perhaps another discussion for another time, but um, uh, th- th- was that not the objective when Constantine created uh, the churches, Pastor? Uh, how do you mean? Un- yeah, go ahead. Uh, a universalism. Mm-hmm. If if you oh, look okay. at February of last year, all the all the religions of the world came together in a in, in a meeting and they formed a council, and in that council they uh, devised a new a new religion called Chrislam, right. for the purpose of evading and preventing. Um, religious wars to break out in the new, in this new age or this new world order. Mm-hmm. So they created Chrislam in exactly the same way as was Christianity was created by Constantine. Yes. Yeah. Well, Constantine was not a believer. He he didn't convert until his deathbed. That was confirmed by the but, but, Greek but, Orthodox Church. But uh, he was a yeah. druid. He was a Druid priest, Pastor. Okay, that's possible. That's possible. But the Druids and were, were paganized uh, Levites. <laughs> so he held, on exactly. to his, he held on to his paganism until the bitter end. Yeah. yeah. But, but he, he converted to the religion that he created. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, on his deathbed. <laughs> right. Which yeah. is not to say real Christianity. Catholicism. Yeah. Right. Catholicism, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which basically uh, resulted in conversion by the sword. Anybody who didn't agree with that religion was killed by by exactly. his church. Yeah, okay. This is not how we're supposed to convert people. First of all, that doesn't work. <laughs> right? People, and Calvin, yeah. Calvin sought the conversion of people by um, those that that uh, refused to convert to his belief of Calvinism were burnt at the stake. Right. Mm -hmm. So Calvinism is just another offshoot. It's a daughter of Rome, as we've been trying to explain to people. You know, it's it's no better. Uh, And, you know, even though it is a Protestant version of Catholicism, uh, it would probably be a good study as to how... uh, Martin Luther and uh, Cohen diverged from one another, okay? But yeah. uh, essentially, the difference is that Martin Luther got wise to the Jews, and he wrote a book called The yes. Jews and Their Lies, whereas Cohen yes. courted the Jews. Was a Jew. Was a Jew, <laughs> right? So, huge difference. Huge difference. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so uh, here's an interesting quote. Uh, I'm just looking up the definition of El Shaddai, which uh, means yeah. basically God Almighty, okay, in Hebrew, El yeah. Shaddai, okay. But the article quotes Job 40, verses 1 and 2. And the Lord said to Job, Shall a fault finder contend with the Almighty? <laughs> Who argues with God? Let him answer it, okay. Well, Jacob was not a fault finder. With Yahweh, no, he wasn't. Okay. No, he he was he was contending with El to get, obtain a blessing. I don't want you to leave yes. until you bless me, right? But Esau Edom is a fault finder. All right, 
Who who yes. is he that contends with Yahweh? But the Edomites. Well, Pastor, if if one looks at the way in which Father Yahweh says that he hates Esau, mm-hmm. uh, he, he says uh, Jacob he, he hath loved, but Esau he hath hated. There you go. Now it is very it is very specific about, or Father Yahweh is very specific about hating Esau. And also the fact that uh, the Messiah, Yeshua, actually calls the descendants of Esau, the Pharisees, he calls them children of the devil. He actually calls them viper seed. Mm -hmm. And Paul says that there are vessels fit for destruction. Exactly. Confirming Obadiah. Right? So uh, the the gospel is no different from the Old Testament except for the intervention of Messiah. The Messiah was prophesied, he came, and uh, but there's no other difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. It's a continuation of the covenant message of delivered to Abraham. Yes. Okay? Yes, absolutely, Pastor. I'm so glad you're actually stating that because that has been my message for the past six years, six years and two months and a few days. <laughs> you're counting the, the seconds. The, there was no new laws. Mm-hmm. There were no new laws. Father Yahweh merely renewed his covenants with his people. Amen. And the 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 foundation of that covenant has always been the remission of sins by this shedding of blood. Right. And even the the sheep or the lamb that was to be slaughtered on the fourteenth day of the the um, the first month when the when the Hebrews were led out of Egypt, out of captivity. Even that lamb speaks of the Messiah whom was to come. Mm-hmm. The, right. the, um, the, the priests sacrificing of bulls and, uh, and, and. Yeah, it was to be done away with. And, and lambs. Yeah, yeah because. But, he... but, but that's, those sacrificials or those sacrificials. The sacrifices that were made were already pointers to the sacrificial right. lamb that was to come in the Messiah. Yeah, our, our, our that is why yeah. the, That's why the Messiah said he did not come to right. loosen or undo the laws and the prophets. He came Amen. to establish it. Fulfilled. He came to he came. fulfill it. Amen. Okay, so we're just about out of time. I just want to quote Romans 22 where Paul confirms, what if God, speaking of the Edomites, what if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long-suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction? Well, he has endured them long enough, as far as I'm concerned. It's time for them to go. Yes. And they fight this already drawn in yes, um, it's been declared. in fact the epitaph to the gravestone is already written in the book of Obadiah Amen. I think it's verse 12 yes and also in uh, Matthew chapter 13 the parable of the wheat and the yes. tares okay where the tares yeah. will be destroyed but not until the yeah. end times when when the wheat and the tares are totally separated tares from one another and they will be exactly okay all right folks this has been our lesson for today the story of jacob and esau (laughs) down to the present time thanks for listening praise yahweh take care bye-bye excellent pastor thank you very much praise yahweh praise yahweh see you again bye-bye bye-bye